I am Danny, also known as the Pavement Poet. You will typically find me travelling around from town to town, writing my poetry on the pavements and streets up and down the UK and Europe. This is the Pavement Poets Podcast. Twenty twenty was probably a challenging year for anybody. It certainly was for me. Uh, the first four months of what became the the COVID nineteen led lockdown, I spent in the forest. At the time, I considered myself lucky in comparison to to most other people. There I was by my fire, isolated but with fresh air, space to walk about, space to be, and just just enjoy my surroundings. There was this one particular night where I was sat by my fire looking up at the sky and I began to notice just how clear it had become. Not because or just because of the lack of light pollution but because of the the lack of, of that smog we've become used to in the modern world hanging in the air Planes suddenly weren't flying around the place. Commuters suddenly weren't doing the two-hour commute to work. The air was noticeably cleaner. The following poem touches on this subject, or on this moment. That moment there, by my fire, stood staring at the sky, thinking to myself how lucky I actually was in that moment to be by my fire. In the deepest, darkest, Devon night, the poet sits by firelight. 
The world around found slowing down as darkness falls upon the town. In the deepest, darkest Devon night, the air so clear, the stars shine bright. Like nothing seen in many years, now that the smog it starts to clear. In the deepest, darkest Devon night, I sit there lonely, taking flight. From a new world found locking down as worlds collide without a sound. In the deepest, darkest Devon night, I ask myself, what of a life? So free until this moment came to blow my chalk to dust and flame. I'm not here to get into the debate about this virus. I'm not here to, to get all scientific and, and, and start talking like I know something about something I don't. There's perhaps been a little bit too much of that already. And of course, if, if you want to get into the ins and outs of this virus that there's there's plenty of other better qualified people you can go to regardless of of what side of that argument you find yourself sitting that said i do find myself questioning more and more the necessity for this lockdown i don't feel that Enough thought has been given to the social scientific consequences of what has become near on a full year of heavy restrictions. We've had heavy restrictions on individual liberty. We've had isolation. We've had businesses forced into closure. We've had global meltdown of markets, though of course, as usual, some corporate entities have emerged from that quite well. Some might argue that that in itself was an element of design. I'm on the fence. But either way, the following poem touches on this subject. It asks those questions as to why and how. And I like to think it leaves my position on the nature of this lockdown quite clear. So what is this lockdown as darkness descends, a tale of sickness to drive round the bend? The tyranny spoken by too few this night, as government legislates flaunting their might. So what is this lockdown if not a dark plan, to distract the masses found all round this land? 
sat locked in their houses, their fear one of death, a boot theirs to lick, if not one of us says. I see their dark game, and I know of their plan to build a new world out of ashes, their clan. One only for those who have riches to wield, as if a sharp sword made of fire and steel. A plan to crash orders long built up with time, to hoard what is left as these folk they stand by, and watch what is taken through fear void of joy, as old worlds they burn and the powerful toy. With feelings of fear in with fear found unsaid, those folk who do not but work slowly to death, their livelihoods taken by those in their suits who watch from a distance whilst hoarding their loot. They think us all stupid, they think we don't know. Their plan is to rule and to hammer a blow. For tyranny creeping upon us this night, as government legislates flaunting their might. It was at the end of the first four months of lockdown, I'd, I'd connected with a friend of mine and, and made my way to a rainbow gathering on uh, Dartmoor. For those of you who are a little unfamiliar, this is essentially a load of hippies in the woods sat naked around the fire. But of course, no, 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 no sooner had the gathering come to an end than, than me and my friend found ourselves drifted in our own separate ways. He headed for the beach. I headed to, to Simmons Yachts in the Y Valley for, for yet another gathering. And of course that one being just as magical as the Dartmoor gathering time through the summer months just seemed to float by with the, the lack of lockdown, the lack of stress, the chance to relax and unwind after what had been a very isolated period of time. That coming to an end, the, the inevitable question came up, which way now, what do I do, where do I go? There were rumours circulating of yet another lockdown and with winter coming, I didn't really feel to be spending yet another lockdown in the forest with all the weather and the elements to deal with on top of everything else. I ended up down in Swansea. This itself kind of came about a bit by happenstance. The friend I'd split ways from after the Dartmoor gathering met up with me in Swansea. And though we'd split ways again for a few weeks, he stayed in Swansea. I headed down to Wiltshire. I ended up heading back to Swansea, must have been about three or four weeks later, after he called me up uh, with rumours that a room and a house had, had become available. For me, it was the first time in about nine years that, that I'd really felt to stop, so I found myself just going with it. I woke up that morning 
in Wiltshire at the foot of Barbary Castle. I got that phone call, I jumped on the train, I came down to Swansea, ended up having a load of mushrooms thrust into my hand, as you do when you arrive in Wales in the middle of mushroom season. But it all led one place, to a door that I could lock, to a place I could be during the colder months with out the wind and the rain blowing in on me and it's become something which I don't know maybe in my own way I could begin to get used to if only for this period of time the following poem touches on my observations in the moment when I arrived back in Swansea It touches on my thoughts and my feelings about this sudden shift from what was a life full of travel and a life full of nature to one that was suddenly set to become a lot more residential and urban. As the waves rush into the sandy bay, the poet's feet long gone astray. They find their way to a quiet place where winter cannot show its face. As the clouds drift by like a wind-blown spell, and the sand drifts by to the sound of bells, which ring throughout this autumn night, you'll see the seagulls pass in flight. As the road leads on for the weathered stone, rolled on with time a boulder honed. To grow in size each passing day Like rolling snow on icy days As a world of maybes pass each day To form the thought of yesterday Which came to be and passed the same The long gone boy laughs on his way As the roots which spread in this living earth Reach out to hold the seed that births Into what is a new spring day You'll find this poet on his way Unfortunately, that is all we have time for today. If you check back next Friday, there will be another one of our weekly Friday podcasts. In the meantime, if you'd like to find out more about The Pavement Poet, you can do so by visiting the website or multiple social media platforms, details of which are available in the description. Thanks very much. Goodbye.